2: everyone, and welcome to the MCU Lorecast. I'm Captain Shenko, And I'm Psych88. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Say hello. Hello. I am Eclectic Sapphire. You can also call me Lindsay. Very nice to have you joining us today. And we're doing another character deep dive. We're talking about X-23 because unfortunately, we're not really going to see her again.
3: Yeah, I mean, could be wrong. For all I know, um Deadpool 3 could, you know, really turn the tide or do something new or whatever. But for right now, we have the one movie, which was very good of an outing for X23, but figured we'd get a little bit more into the nuance of the character here. And Lindsay, Lindsay's one of my uh players for the Blue Shift, and we go back a long ways and she does a fantastic X23 cosplay that- thank you. So I figured her insight into the character and like how she went about making the costumes and whatnot would be a, an interesting viewpoint in our character deep dive here.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm going to start us off with my usual set of questions. Um, so for you, Lindsay, uh, when were you first introduced to the character X-23?
0: I honestly can't think of like when I first was introduced because the movie is such a different version of her than you've typically seen. Oh, yeah. Um, so like that stands out as the first, probably real full introduction, but I know I knew of her previously and her older, more, more teenage and adult incarnations, at least a little bit. So I'm not really sure when I first noticed her, but I'm not going to lie. At one point, my brain had mixed up <laughs> X 23 with, um, Lady Death Strike at one point. Since so she was like a counterpart that got brought on. It was like, oh, hey, okay. Kind of a female version of Wolverine type of character. And I was like, wait, no, those are totally different characters. Which <laughs> just like, she's got slightly different claws. She's yeah. really cool. Like she can kick his butt. <laughs> and then for a while I was like, that's the same character. Wait, that was not. <laughs> that's not X23. Because she'd been kind of like she got brought on in the comic. She got brought on in the TV show. And then she was just kind of a secondary character for a while.
3: Yeah, for,
2: yeah. My for brain just stuck minutes.
0: those together.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. It reminds me of when they were first announcing some of the cast for Civil War, and they were showing pictures of Crossbones, and a whole lot of people on the internet were grabbing that one cover of Scourge in the black and white suit and calling mm. him Crossbones, and it right pissed me off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oof.
2: Well, that reminds me of. Uh,
0: I was at, oh, what con was that? I was a con, at a con somewhat recently. Actually, is that last year's Sooner con? Oh my God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> somewhat recently. That was June. Um, <laughs> Time flies when you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> right.
0: But we had a nerdless performance like on the Saturday evening at that con, and someone was performing, comes out in a green costume, and I'm just like, Polaris, and the dude behind me is just adamant that it's Enchantress. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> and then eventually, the music cuts to a different song, and it's the animated series intro. I'm just like, Polaris. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't have bothered me as much as it was. but just like that's obviously Polaris. She even has the, the mask on, like the Wanda shaped mask.
2: <laughs> obviously, a Polaris. <laughs> Green person, go.
3: <laughs> Shenko, how about you?
2: As you know, X Men is not my area of expertise, and so one of my first introductions to her, more properly as a character, was through the Logan movie. No, oh, that's
3: I mean that's fine. It's I mm-hmm. mean, as introductions go, there could be worse. So yeah, for me, it was definitely um, the X Men Evolution show where she was introduced to the to the world uh, on that because mm-hmm. I watched the heck out of that show. So, yeah, that was that was mine. And then once I started picking up picking up books and she was introduced, like for a while, she was just a feral child, you know, that Wolverine was trying to turn into a human being of some sort. And it's been nice to see her grow from that. So Mm -hmm. that's been good. I'm surprised that
0: I missed the evolution show because like she kind of has a cool thing, just like Harley Quinn, where, you know, she was introduced as part of a TV show as a secondary character and then people liked her so much they put her in the comic books and gave her a backstory and then eventually she gets her own titles um but like I grew up on the animated series the original uh, what 97 and then somehow just totally missed the boat on (laughs) evolution (laughs) it's like I knew it existed I just never watched it it came on at a weird time or something I don't know I just never got into that one
2: I was a big fan of the animated series. And then I think the thing with Evolution for me was that I didn't love the new style of yeah. the art. So it wasn't visually appealing for me. And I'm a very visual person. That's fair. Though
0: I do like a lot of the costuming choices. Like mm-hmm. for cosplay reasons, there's a lot of cool ones that came from that show. Like I still want to do that version of Rogue at some point because it'd be so much
3: more comfy. <laughs> right, yeah. It's It just looks more... Not just easier to maintain and and do, but just like put together, like all of them do. I mean, Scott's just got the, you know, the jumpsuit, the X and Mm. a visor, and you're set. All right. But I am always a fan
0: of easy cosplays. Like I've made some of them and they're complicated, but if I can throw it into like throw together something out of my closet, that's where it's at. And honestly, that's why I have an X23 because I could mostly throw that together out of my closet.
3: Well, it helps that most of her—I see most—a a decent chunk of her time in comics is a lot like Logan's. When, like, when you think of him, you come up with about two images. Either it's one of his spandex, you know, usually the blue and yellow, yeah. but some people will also go with the uh, tan, orange, mm-hmm. brown color, whatever it is. But the other is his casual wear: leather jacket, white tank top, <laughs> white tank top and, and blue jeans. Yep. <laughs> Cowboy boots, Cowboy yeah. Cowboy boots. Might have a leather jacket. Maybe Who a knows? flannel. You know, Maybe get a little leather jacket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <A> stogie. Yes, <laughs> gotta have that.
3: <laughs> and so for 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 Laura, it's a, a lot of the same. I can think of a lot of the art that I've seen for her mm-hmm. or on co- covers is a lot of casual wear or party gear in some cases. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it's yeah.
0: Like what comes to mind for me is the black and white striped tank top. Mm-hmm. The like black midriff version that I wear, because I had black leather pants, because I feel like at some point most cosplayers eventually end up with leather pants. <laughs> we keep the 90s in trend. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Even though you melt in them. It's like those two versions and then her actual Wolverine costume. And I really like the iteration after that where it goes black and white because it kind of goes or black and silvery, mm-hmm. where it goes a back to her original look a little with the mostly black or monochromatic but still kind of
3: staying true to the Wolverine look as well. That's a great segue so um, what what's your favorite iteration or, or costume and so it would be the, the X-Force costume. I really like that new one but I had only recently seen that one like in its full
0: glory. Mm. I didn't even realize it existed until I was kind of looking up stuff for um, I'm always going to have a soft spot for the easy one that I do just because it's comfy. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I'm, I'm comfortable showing a little bit of skin. So having my stomach out is, doesn't make me uncomfortable in Oklahoma in the summer. It's kind of nice to have a little bit of.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> not be totally covered head to toe in spandex or leather or, you know, uncomfortable things. So it's kind of a nice summery cosplay for me.
3: Yeah. No, <laughs> I just I'm need
0: the- silver claws and black clothes and I'm done.
3: There you go. What about um, you, Shanko? You got a favorite iteration or costume or whatever?
2: I am a fan of the black and yellow Wolverine mm-hmm. style costume uh, with the hair coming out of the mask. I think uh, it's it's got a lot of the classic lines and it's just um good homage to her predecessor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I especially loved the debut um, after after the death of Wolverine where she picks up the mantle of wolverine and she makes her costume a little more blue heavy than yellow in for her which worked beautifully and then the art coming out of it was amazing but i also do have a, a soft spot for the uh, x-force which was during that period of time where she was trying to kind of figure out her humanity while being on a secret black ops x team so <laughs> kind of a cross-parallel uh you know duality thing there of like mm, i've got two different things trying to happen at the same time that's not gonna work but yeah the costume was really awesome in it uh i have all of that x ex- all those x-force comics because so it was a good run all right i think we're going to take a quick mid-break go over just the basics and then we'll come back All right. Welcome to our mid break. Uh, As usual, I like to thank everyone who's stuck with us so far. And if you want to get on the action, we have a Patreon, the link for it will be in the description. We've got several tiers. One of them gets you on the show at the end of the month.
2: If you can't support us financially, leaving us five star reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcasts really helps us out, helps us climb in the rankings, helps us gain a little bit of notice. And of course, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts with a few words and a five star review, we'll read them out in this part of the show,
3: which unfortunately we don't have one at this time. Also, uh, a link will be in the description for the Robots Radio Discord where you Mm -hmm. can talk to us. Uh, You can also hit us up on our Twitter or our facebook or our instagram happy to talk to you about it just about anything even non-mortem stuff more than happy and shanko i think you've got a show
2: going on i do i have been working on this little project called the fight space it's a one of the only female-led martial arts podcasts on the internet And I've been having a great time talking to a diverse group of martial artists and media and athletes, and it's just been a really incredible experience. So if you're into martial arts and the martial arts community, or you're looking for a good gateway into the sport, definitely think about checking out my show, The Fight Space. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening to them. See you, Lorecast. Right. And I,
3: your show is a very good to listen to. I've learned a lot about something that I, one, didn't normally take any interest in whatsoever. Um, I'm just, other than some stage combat, I am not much of a fighter. So, but speaking of all that, Lindsay, what else yes. do you have going on in your sphere?
0: Honestly, at the moment, I'm on a bit of a hiatus, but I do have... Um tiktok that hasn't been updated in a while but there is a lot there if you want to get to know me a little bit i mostly do uh ridiculous stuff while dressed up in cosplay quite a bit of it marvel dc and other varieties of cosplay <laughs> <laughs> mostly i'm an idiot in a costume <laughs> um <laughs> uh, but i also have an instagram that i am also one of my old hiatus from for since about the holidays on that one but hopefully getting back to that coming up soon but that's my big things
3: (laughs) and then of course and of course (laughs) you can catch the both of us on the mass effect blue shift where we play citadel security agent solving crimes on the citadel i play dashing human agent jack parizzo and she plays a sorry powerhouse say that one for me real quick (laughs) Halari yallerix Hilari Yalrix, which you can watch and hear me butcher basically
2: anytime (laughs) on the
3: show for this episode. The episode for that has just dropped. It's the first Friday of the month. It's a really good one. Hope you catch it. And that is all we've got going on in the mid break. So we're going to head on out and keep discussing about X-23. All right, and we are now done with the mid-break, which is awesome. So, Lindsay, final question for you. What kind of future do you want to see from X-23, either in the comics or in the movies or whatever? I mean, it'd be
0: great to see her be able to come back, even though they kind of started that project and then went away with it. Yeah. Um, But it'd be really cool to see... Her happen, and then all of her clones happen, and get Honey, Badger, and Deadpool together.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, Gabby and uh, Deadpool. Yeah,
2: Gabby uh. and Deadpool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, for for those of you who don't know, so after Laura, she gets cloned, and there's several of them, uh, like ten of them. They About eight of them don't make it. I don't know what happens to the other one, but one of them becomes Gabby. Four? Gab- Four? yeah
0: there's four of them when she initially finds them there may have been more previously but four was what she found to try to i think take out but she ended up breaking them out instead one died pretty soon after finding them and then one gets turned by her previous handler Kamora. she's the one with the white hair yeah and then uh gabby and another iteration managed to kind of survive for a little while but then eventually the like nanites get the older version. And Gabby's the only one left besides the one that turned and kind of went evil-ish. Right. Yeah. There's a whole other storyline
3: there. <laughs> uh clones. Like yeah. I mean, <laughs> They're worse than Spider-Man at this point. But Gabby is awesome. <laughs> this is true. She, yeah. We'll we'll have when we I don't know if we'll ever get to Gabby, but if, if we do, we'll, we'll definitely get into to her character, but
0: also um, Gabby and Squirrel Girl, because Squirrel Girl still needs to happen, too. It's Another one I cosplayed, I want to see happen. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I mean, she got she got big after the Great Lakes Avengers, and then she was a babysitter for the Avengers for a little while. Well, but, she was
0: gonna be in that TV show, and then they yeah, canceled it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, all of these are coulda, shoulda, wouldas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they almost happened. There was almost more X twenty three, and then that got canceled. There was almost a Squirrel Girl, and then that got canceled.
2: Welcome to the beautiful and chaotic world of comic book media. Right, I know, right? Like, but
0: unless they at least it... didn't fully kill her off, so like, there's a there's a chance. There's not a reason that X twenty three can't come back in MCU. It's just the existing project that was happening is yeah
3: anymore. I mean, because because Logan was based on the end of, you know, the old man Logan comic, which was basically the end of the Marvel universe, as they understood it at that time. So when they adapted it and kind of tossed in the whole X-23 origin into that whole thing, like, really, if they were to continue that particular branch, it would be those kids and X-23 becoming a new generation of x-men almost mm-hmm. which would be pretty cool she could be the wolverine we have a richter uh we had a couple others that uh they weren't named or they yeah, were they I could don't...
0: be whoever they want them to be
3: yeah exactly <laughs> um and you need to just have them do adventures in canada and you know yeah. that'd be pretty cool i think
2: mm-hmm.
3: how about you shanko what do you what, what kind of future would you like to see for the x-23
2: I think a standalone female X-Men movie is due. Go on. I, I think, I've got my thoughts. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I don't know if she's the one they debut with. I, I don't know. It would be an interesting test of the franchise, I think, to have her headlining a female film. Okay. I don't necessarily want to see a backtrack into a Logan storyline because I think she has enough potential in the universe to stand on her own without that crutch
3: oh yeah yeah there's plenty i mean her entire like her entire origin story stands without wolverine other than the Mm -hmm. fact he provided provided in quotations the dna to make that happen Mm -hmm.
0: um i mean and even if they keep it connected to the logan film since that's already out there and gonna be what non-comic buffs have the best reference of Mm-hmm. You know, they could just leave it kind of as that whether it's totally connected or not but you know she's been introduced in some form or fashion and hugh jackman's done and as opposed to recasting him for wolverine going
3: forward have her be the
0: new wolverine
3: yeah mm-hmm. you know? i mean the comics did it he died she took it over she mm-hmm. had it in real time for four years she still technically has it whenever whatever team needs a wolverine they just kind of pick one of them and they go during this krakoa era for me like what i need to see first before we get like an just an all x ladies movie is a good x-men movie that utilizes a fully realized ensemble team we still haven't really gotten that yet
2: yeah give us the avengers not wolverine and the x-men
3: yeah that that part (laughs) Because while X, like, while the first X-Men was good, it still doesn't utilize the whole ensemble very well. Storm is very underutilized, as we've said. Even some of the more primary characters, Jean Grey and, and Scott Summers, they, they don't really do a whole lot. It's all Wolverine and his relationship with Rogue. X2 is all about Wolverine. X3 suffers all the stuff that we've talked about.
2: Uh, your boy Marsden wanted to jump ship and and go to Superman.
3: Yeah, well, him and Singer, so you know. <laughs> and then it goes from there. Like the better ones are first class, but it it does a significant hiccup in killing off one of the more powerful mutants in it off the, on the, you know, right off the bat. So that's not particularly cool. And days of future past again utilizes heavily Wolverine. So I need to see the X-Men movies give us a good ensemble team before I'm like, okay, now you can give us an X-Ladies like movie because I'm afraid if they just you know jump directly to doing a fully X ex, just X-Ladies movie, it would just be horrible. Like it wouldn't be handled very well and it would just come off as cheap whatever, and that would be a disservice to the fandom, the movie, and all, just everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. let's not do that. Let's do it right.
2: Yeah, they need to handle a more conventional team before they can tackle a project like that. Exactly, yes. They've also
0: got to introduce X-Men in the existing universe first, too.
3: Right, I get the feeling that's what they're going to try to do with Deadpool 3, is that it's supposed to kind of be this bridge to the MCU fully. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not certain. I mean, that's just based on the one trailer with with Ryan Reynolds, and he mentions this is supposed to be the big jump point. However, much that we can believe of Ryan Reynolds and what comes <laughs> out of his mouth <laughs> is up for debate. Because yeah. the man personifies Deadpool perfectly.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> for better or <orbs>. worse.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think it would really be really interesting to see her. Uh, make a debut in the new uh, upcoming animated series the x-men 97
2: mm-hmm.
3: i think mm-hmm. that would be really cool to see uh see them translate her origin and fit it into the x-92 universe as we know it i i think that would be a really cool storyline at least
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, whether or not they do that that's who knows they've got a lot of storylines that they can adapt to the uh animated series before we even get to x23 so we may not even see her but it'd still be pretty cool to do is what i mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. um otherwise i think she's on a great path in the comics you know she's the more level-headed wolverine which
2: is saying considering her
0: background considering <laughs>
2: everything here you go feral child you're now the responsible one <gasps> well and like
3: so like out of the main family you've got logan You've got his son Dakin, who was a villain for a while, and he too picked up the Wolverine mantle during the Dark Avengers storyline. and He was, um, he was a garbage human being. Let's just, I
0: mean, it's the Dark Avengers, yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: there, but that's all uh, they're but... like
0: villainous counterparts,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you had, you had uh, Matt Gargan in the Spider Man uh, Venom suit, you had uh moonstone pretending to be miss marvel before she became captain marvel uh you had the iron patriot which was that was a thing that was a thing that was a choice
2: yeah
3: they put bullseye in as the new hawkeye um yeah it was
0: goblin running things
3: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i've got both books it just it ends kind of badly with the whole siege the end of the Dark Avengers kind of gets tied up in that whole crossover event and it just kind of peters out badly. And oh. it's not a great ending to it all. It just kind of happens.
0: Ugh.
3: Yeah. So, like
0: when something gets canceled, so they just have to tie it up, even just, yeah, like, eh, done. Yeah. <laughs> it's not satisfying for anyone.
3: So, yeah. um I think that, so yeah, that's, those are my thoughts. Just, I think she would make a great, and a, uh, a great character to, to have on the animated series that's coming out if they go that route
0: i'm curious to see how they what they integrate of the existing x-men movies into marvel cinematic universe mm-hmm.
3: yeah um because so, like
0: surely they won't completely rewrite everything because they're trying to keep at least some of it because some of it's just common parlance and it's easier to right. integrate like even with bringing daredevil over they're kind of keeping a lot of the stuff the same pulling some of the same characters from the netflix shows so that mm-hmm. that brand recognition is still there like they like the cast It's like i'm curious to see how, how they handle x-men since it's such a sprawling thing at this right. point to try to pull from
2: and it's very different style as mm-hmm. well it it's not very much in line with what the mcu has been doing now for a while because the interconnectivity of those films is a lot more broken up yeah. and there have been a lot of retcons within their own universe yeah. that are going to eventually have to be addressed because they've chosen really weird things to carry over and really weird things not to carry over. Bone well, I mean, claws. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they managed to handle it elegantly with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They gave a nod to both of the previous iterations and mm-hmm. kind of had the send off and everyone loved it and <laughs> you know everyone was happy to be involved too mm-hmm. um, yeah so it's like they did that justice and were able to bring in you know the previous sony iterations so maybe they can handle the previous x-men iterations as well and like because they kind of have a little you know they brought in xavier in multiverse, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: like they, and then they killed gave them. a nod. And, yeah, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it was a different multiverse. <laughs> a different one. Yeah.
3: Right.
0: So, like, they kind of gave a nod to it, but it'll be interesting to see how they handle like, the full cast and what they choose to draw from. Because, like, obviously, Wolverine's still Wolverine throughout. He's the one piece that is consistent.
2: <laughs> That's true. Sykes' yeah. favorite guy. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. He's my favorite. As much as I seem to talk about, it, he might as well have actually be my favorite character,
0: Wolverine, maybe Hugh Jackman's awesome,
3: uh, right. yeah, uh, yes, <laughs> Hugh Jackman is hands down. I mean, I'd love to meet the man, yeah,
2: and, you know if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on the show, sir., um, I need some acting tips,, <sighs> and I want to know what you do with your hair <laughs> I believe it's like an hour in makeup for the hair, but. <laughs> I want the mutton chops too. Were those some of sometimes they're fake, but sometimes they're his.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's hard to tell sometimes. I want to say the ones for Logan were real, but if if not they were done very well.
0: I <laughs> want hair the has chops. Really hmm? hair has gotten really good.
3: Prosthetic hair has gotten really good. Yes, it has. Cuz Deadpool really establishes that it was using I would say the cat the the X-Men based on at least the cast up to Days of Future Past. The cast for Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix and how all that's supposed to get tied in when he went back and undid all of that is is hard for me to it's hard for me to gauge where they're gonna pull it from. If I had to guess, it would at least be picking up from just the Deadpool arc, and that would be the days of future past cast. But we'll find out with the Deadpool three in more than a year.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they have options and it's multi dimensional craziness. So, yeah. I mean, you could pull multiple iterations of them and then recast them if you need to, because like none of the original cast of the first X Men series is going to come back. Like, <laughs> how many years removed at this point? They're not coming back to those roles, except for maybe Xavier, because like he doesn't age. <laughs> I mean, or, I, you know,
2: when he does, we get, oh, CGI Patrick Stewart.
3: <laughs> okay, like we've said, the CGI Patrick Stewart in X3 is at least better than the, is your face connected to your head, Magneto. Because <laughs> it was, it's yeah. it, it just not quite like, it, it was not right.
0: At least deep fake <laughs> technology and de-aging technology has gotten better since even then that yeah the tracking is a lot better now
3: <laughs> so we will we will definitely see where the future of the mutants goes after this I, i'm excited for it i mm-hmm. like as much as i may not care for it um as i i know i've said it a couple of times here deadpool has done more for the x universe than the x-men has for movies so I, I have high hopes that the material is going to get handled well. The cast is going to bring, together, bring to life some really interesting characters, whoever they pull up. I would give my left arm to play Cyclops in it if they're looking for a Cyclops. So anyone at Marvel, if you want to hit me up, even find me <laughs> through this <laughs> podcast.
2: I, I would like to be Silk. Ooh, that'd be fine. I'll play I, I, Silk. I am not agile enough to play a Spider-Verse character. I would definitely need stuntmen and lots of rigging and, like, potentially a bag in which to vomit <laughs> after doing all of those stunts. But it'd be so much fun to do all that Oh, it'd be work. worth it. <laughs> it. would. It would be worth it. I hate throwing up, but I would do it every single day to film a Marvel film.
3: Alright, so yeah, bonus question. If, like, kevin were to like knock on your door and offer you a role what would your role be
2: (laughs) Uh, i mean my go-to is always black widow but she's taken (laughs) i mean they need they do need a new one so yelena's taken (laughs) (laughs) that's fair i too eat my macaroni with hot sauce that is so weird it's very russian i'm the secret russian (laughs) Guys, oh, so this, show, many- this show's all audio, but for those of you who don't know, I, I am Asian, painfully painfully Asian. And um, yeah, I am the secret Russian spy, totally.
0: <laughs> Trying to think of, like, short comic book women. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, it's movie magic. If they can make uh, Tom Cruise Logan the like... tallest guy in the room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if they can make
3: Hugh Jackman short enough to be Wolverine. Exactly.
2: I don't think they. they,
0: didn't I think really. they gave they just up at some point.
2: <laughs> what about Squirrel Girl?
0: That would be awesome. <laughs>
2: Listen, let's just do a West Coast Avengers film, and yes. I'll be—I'll play Big Bertha. Uh, what does that leave me? Flatman? <laughs> <laughs> you could be Doorman. Oh, come on! <laughs> you could be dinosaur, the pink like pterodactyl. I mean, because
3: the, they've already uh, cast. Was it Mister Miracle, Mister Immortal? What, whatever his name is, he was in um, Mr. Worldwide. Mis- he was in uh, Mr. Three Hundred Five. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, but no, Squirrel
0: Girl. I mm-hmm. I could do Squirrel Girl. I Yeah, it would need to be made better, but I already have the costume.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's what a costume department is on a big budget.
2: <laughs> they could use it. They could use it though, right? It's it like, like I'm thinking about this as my look, and then yeah. someone's like, "That's good," but we can, can do better. better. And then you, <laughs> then you get the the big reveal with the real costume
0: honestly it's just make the tail more
2: tail <laughs>
0: well no it, it's plenty tail the tail was no. plenty tail <laughs> okay. just get a, a cgi pillow. tail
2: just get a cgi tail it'll be fine
0: oh <laughs> but that's green screen t- green screen tail prehensile when yeah <laughs> mine is a giant pillow hooked onto a backpack and a belt
2: i mean it i mean it's yeah, that's effective.
0: It it works. And it made a great pillow driving to Dragon Con <laughs> in the car. We just passed the tail around. Because <laughs> it's kind of got a swoosh like the tail and curls on the top. So you could kind of like wrap it around your body. It was almost like a pregnancy pillow type situation <laughs> where it like curved. <laughs> so you could just kind of hug it, lay against the window.
3: <laughs> great.
0: You end up with fur in your mouth, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
3: all right well our time is coming to an end here so i like to take this opportunity to thank Lindsay for her time and joining us on this episode as we discussed x23 and the future that we would like to see for the marvel universe as overall you got anything you'd like to last plug before you head off
0: more just thank you for having me and you can look me up pretty much anywhere under eclectic sapphire or eclectic sapphire cosplay
3: right and then on that note we catch you next week As we all know, when it comes to making a movie, there are a lot of people working behind the scenes to make that movie magic happen, and it is no different when making a podcast. Welcome to the credit section of the MCU Lorecast. Captain Shanko and I would like to personally thank the following for their incredibly hard work and faith in us to get this podcast rolling. Tom, the head of the Robots Radio Network, for hosting and mentoring. In 7 Legend of the Mass Effect Lorecast for inspiration. Genesis and Vervada of the Two Girls One Ship podcast for introducing us. Let's Not, a fellow tabletop gamer and friend for the amazing artwork. Pipe Men, a veteran and friend for the outstanding music. Our significant others for believing in and supporting us through this. And you, our fans without whom this would be a vanity project. Let us know how we're doing by leaving us a review on Apple or a rating on Spotify. And, to quote "Stand the Man, enough said.
1: Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day.
3: Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup.
1: And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup.
3: And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all
1: things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods and even more that even you Bi- Bioware superfans might not know about.
3: So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. and
2: always remember...
1: Swooping